from Los Angeles, California. This is the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Monday, December 10th, day 35 of the Rider Strike. In today's episode, we wrap up our series of recordings at the It's All Written Reality Show Rally that took place last Friday, December 7th, 2007, in Burbank. We'll begin with an interview with Anne-Marie Johnson from the Screen Actors Guild. Let's listen. My name is Anne Marie Johnson. I'm a, a national board member and also the chair of our uh, MOVE committee within the Screen Actors Guild, which is really about organizing members uh, to uh, be a little more uh, union proactive and outreach and education. Members on the MOVE stands for uh, Members Organizing Volunteer Efforts. Okay. And what kind of volunteering do you do besides? Well, besides volunteering my time for the, for the past 11 years being a national board member on the Screen Actors Guild, we um, participate in union events with unions of like mind. We uh, do outreach to educate our union members in uh, fields of what unionism is about, what organizing is about what uh, the whole essence of what it is to be a union member. So it's all about educating and outreaching to our members uh, who may feel a little disenfranchised or may not even understand what a union means and what what your obligations as a union member is. Okay, I'm a member of SAG and AFTRA and what I would really like to know is how can unions protect us in a digital age? By sticking together not undercutting each other when we're negotiating contracts. By making sure that our members understand what's jurisdiction and what's not. By standing together with the Writers Guild and holding firm in regard to this current negotiations. By being hyper prepared and proactive when we're facing, when we'll be facing the same concerns in 2008 by, um, I mean, there are a myriad of ways of, of, of being involved, but those are just a, a brief list of what we as union members can do to prepare ourselves to the future is now, which is a cliche, but it really is, truly the future is now, and we can't make the mistakes that we've made in the past by working as a partnership with our employers and giving them a cut and a break. That's why we're in the terrible position we are in the DVD world. That's why we're in a terrible position as we are in the basic cable world. We cannot make the same mistake in new media. Cannot make that same mistake. See, but the difference between new media and DVD and cable is that the channel of distribution, we needed the management to do it. But now with the internet, we really don't need management to do it. Why well, about doing it independently? Well, you can do it independently as long as you're a signatory producer, you can do it independently, but also there's going to be a myriad of, pro of, of product that won't be done independently, that will still be under the auspices of the six powerhouses, and our members need to be compensated for the work. If our employers are being compensated, our members need to be compensated. This is not promotional work. These are full-fledged, pure episodes, features, segments, whatever it is, with ads, whatever it is, artists need to be compensated for their work, whether you be an independent producer or part of Viacom, GE, or any other conglomerate. Okay, so what are you guys doing here today? Um, well, we've been out here every day with the Writers Guild, those of us in the Screen Actors Guild. We've been marching, uh, we've been marching the, the, we've been on the picket lines, we've been speaking at rallies, we've been doing podcasts, we've been doing other interviews, we've been doing networking. 
network interviews, and as long as the Writers Guild is out, we're out in, in support of the Writers Guild, so that's why we're here today. What happens if writers cut a bad deal? What happens? How does writers cutting a bad deal affect other unions besides entertainment unions? Well, my hope is that the writers won't cut a bad deal. If the and I, I won't use the word bad. If the writers happen to uh, decide on a deal that's not as uh, proactive or advantageous for actors, we are not beholden to that deal. We go in and we negotiate. And we know the Writers Guild will support us in our negotiations as strongly as we've supported them. I've read that I've read on the United Hollywood that they're saying that AMPTP is trying to bust the union. Is that right? I think the AMPTP. I don't know if that's their agenda, if that's their uh, secret agenda, but I know that the current administration, the American administration, for the past eight years, have been trying to bust unions in America. So if the AMPTP is being consistent with what the national government of the United States is doing, then they're not do then they're not doing anything any you know different than 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 our our government. I don't know if that's their intent. I've never heard Nick Counter or any other member of the AMPTP say without a doubt that they're trying to bust the union, but it uh, seems consistent with what's been going on for the past eight years in our national government. And in fact, the uh, Big Six are going up to the FCC on December 15th for more media consolidation. Isn't that called a monopoly? I think that's called a big monopoly with a big M. There's no doubt. Um, uh, there's no confusion in the artist community what that is, and that's why our unions have to stay as strong and united as we possibly can because we are going up against big guns. I'm, that's why I'm really looking forward to a new administration in the White House. That is really the only way. I don't care if it's Barack Obama. I don't care if it's Hillary Clinton. I don't care if it's John Edwards. I don't care if it's Kucinich. I just want to make sure that there's a Democrat in the White House so we would, we unions, will be on a better, solid ground as opposed to where we are now. We've lost a lot of territory in the past eight years because of the Bush administration. What's your parting shot as we wrap this up? My parting shot is to uh, stay faithful, stay positive, stay awake, <laughs> and stay on the picket line. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Anne-Marie Johnson from the Screen Actors Guild. Next up, we'll hear her give a speech at the It's All Written Rally, followed by another speech by Alfre Woodard. Here we go. Uh, she's on the board of the union that has done more for our union than any other union has done for any union in my memory. Uh, the uh, former uh, vice president of the Screen Actors Guild, Anne-Marie Johnson. On behalf of President Rosenberg, on behalf of our National Executive Director, Doug Allen, on behalf of the over 120,000 proud union members, the Screen Actors Guild says hello and we support you. The reality is, it's all written. The reality is, all writers need a good contract. Yeah! The reality is, writers and actors need each other. Yeah! The members of the Screen Actors Guild, we were out there with you all on November the 5th. We're out here with you all today 
We will be out here with you all until you don't need us out here with you all. We're here for the long run. Keep it going. Keep it strong. Keep united. Keep positive. Keep marching. Keep walking. Keep talking. And keep writing. Well, we've gone and gotten them riled up. Our, uh, our final speaker. Uh, has been nominated for an Academy Award, three Golden Globes, four SAG Awards, 15 Emmys. She's won a Golden Globe, three SAG Awards, and four em Emmys. I expect her to be nominated for what she's about to say. Please welcome one of America's most distinguished actresses, Alfred Woodard. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and, and I'm going to move this because we're, we're under a, a time constraint right now. So good afternoon, everybody. Um, wait, okay, I want you to do this. Just be really quiet. Listen. You hear that? That is the sweet and powerful sound of silence. That is the sound that you hear all over this town, all over New York, all over this industry. You have brought this to a dead standstill. And not because you are greedy, not because you are reckless, and certainly not because you are lazy and want something for nothing. It is because you seek to protect each other, to protect the future, and to protect the radical notion that a sister needs to get paid for work. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And that, and that a brother needs to share, share fairly in the riches that his work is bringing you. In the beginning was the word, and you brought the word, and without the word, nothing worth hearing was heard. I am so proud to stand with you today. I love to be where thinking people of action gather, and that's where we have landed. So thank you for being who you are at this moment in history. But I have to tell you, without you on the job, I'm at a loss for words. So please, please allow me to speak to you out of my heart today. As an actor, you guys are my benefactor. You give me the language, language with which to bring forward my intent to reach, to touch, and to entertain. Can y'all see me? <laughs> to entertain. Without you, I am just a lot of random drama and a confusion of buffoonery. So, yes, I stand with you today, because you have never left me standing speechless by myself. But the driving reason that I am standing here with you today is because you are union. And union folk all over this nation are watching to see how you walk this talk. They are watching to see how you with fortitude and with unity wage this struggle. They are watching to see how you, with creativity and right motives, break this impasse. There is union busting machinery that in the last decades, it has rolled across this country, crushing the livelihoods, crushing the aspirations of countless American communities, and disappearing entire towns. Well, now it has arrived on our doorstep. You are one of the few unions left standing in this country. 
You are a guild, and many of you belong to academies, but make no mistake about it, you are union. And the American workforce is watching you. The American workforce is waiting for you to say, yes, we create fantasy, but we do not live in it. <laughs> united together trying to feed, trying to clothe, trying to educate your families, trying to live decently from your labors, work for which you need to be respectfully and fairly compensated. This is the American way. This is not a plantation. This is not a sweatshop. This is the industry of the moving screen image, and it is continuing to reap astronomical revenues because of the creative output of its workforce. It is only fair. It is only sensible. It is only just that you get paid properly. Today especially, we come in support of our dear young brothers and sisters who slave away under the weight of third world working arrangements here at Fremantle. As Fremantle rolls in mega death profits, their writers punch time cards, as, as we've heard. They work through meals. They work 16 to 18 hour days. They get no credits, no residuals. They do not get paid overtime. And sometimes that overtime can be in excess of 40 hours free a week. Yeah. Fremantle yeah. doesn't, if they don't care enough to be ashamed of this human rights abuse, Hopefully they'll be spurred to action now that they will understand that they are in violation of California labor laws. Yeah. Needless to say, none of these, none of these writers have health care protection. This is happening in our industry. This is happening in this town, not in some humid backwater way station. Fremantle is a non-signatory company, but Fox, Fox, it is happening on your watch. You are abusing writers, young people trying to get a toehold in the industry. Fox, you are poaching in traffic, you're trafficking in, in poached goods, the free labor of those who not only keep you afloat, but keep you riding high. Fremantle thought that they were preying on the vulnerable. They thought that, uh, they were dealing with the faint of heart. But they hit a wall of bravery with Aaron and his colleagues that sent them reeling. The Temptation Riders walked, and we will continue to walk with them and to keep their backs because the reality is we're all in this together. This is an erosion attempt aimed industry-wide at all of our unions, and we stand with you writers because somebody stood for us and we know that you will stand for others in the future. WGA, I know it's hard, it gets hard personally, but you have to remember that you're standing on solid shoulders. Out of the great tradition of labor that supports you in this action came the American way of life that has been the gold standard for generations. We now find ourselves at a crossroads not unlike the onset of the industrial revolution of the last century. Yeah. The techno possibilities that are at the dawn of the 21st century is requiring of us the clarity and the courage to 
to write a new reality for all the guilds and to tell those who were tried by coercion, by intimidation, by sleight of hand to shortchange us, you will never make the internet non-union. The future will be union. I came today, WGA, to remind you that your roots run deep and powerful. You are a link in a mighty chain. You are the continuum of the courageous, persevering women and men who forged this brotherhood. So remember that when times get even tougher and your rent or your mortgage is way past due and they have come to get your car and you can't quite cover tuition. It will be scary when the shit keeps hitting the fan. It will be scary when you're off the picket line and you're at home by yourself. But you have to remember that you are never alone when you're standing up for your sisters and brothers and their children. You are standing shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, creating a safety net for each and every one of you. So, so never Never ever be afraid when you stand on principle with integrity and with the intention of goodwill towards everyone involved. A just solution blesses all. Your counterparts in the strike are your colleagues as well. They foresee and want to covet vast profits and that has made them fearful. Frankly, we know they're not the bravest end of the industry anyway. <laughs> But you can appeal to them with thought and with consideration and help them to allay their fears. What you are asking for is fair. What you are asking for is good business. They are good people and they will do the right thing. They may not know it yet, but they will do the right thing together. Together, all of you will meet this challenge and move this industry forward into possibility. I applaud your leaders. I, I congratulate your captains for, for grounding this strike in reality. So all of you stay strong, stay together, stay open to inspiration, and listen again. That is the sweet, powerful silence out of which will come blazing your blistering, hilarious, tantalizing, heartbreaking, horrifying, perfect words when thinkers have prevailed, when justice is served, and everybody gets some. Right on.
You have been listening to the Writer's Strike Chronicles podcast. For more information, visit our blog at wgastrike2007.blogspot.com. 